kids, John, and my feet are kicked up. And new weave, who this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Kickback Cafe. It's Dr. Sonia here, and hey, it's Jana. We're bringing you a fresh perspective on timeless content. So, Jana, what's the word of the day? Our word for the day is shaky. Shiggy. <laughs> the Shiggy challenge in my feelings. The Shiggy show. He came up with the dance for in my feelings for Drake. Okay. So what I want to know is Drake's song is like getting all these. What? Like likes and stuff? Yes. I guess rising to the top of the billboard and stuff. Kiki. Everybody wants <laughs> to know who Kiki me? is. <laughs> but all I want to know is, is Drake going to cut the Shiggy show a check? Is he going to send the Shiggy show an invoice like he did, Pusha T. <laughs> that is hilarious. In My Feelings, right? Mm-hmm. By Drake. Well, what's up with all these dances? Everyone's doing it, right? Even, like, celebrities. Right. The Shiggy Show did the dance. And then I, I know Odell Beckham did the dance. And then all these celebrities started doing the dance. And so regular people started doing the dances. And the Shiggy Show came up with the dance. So the song is getting attention because of the dance. That's funny. So it was amazing. That is awesome. All right. So, Shiggy is our word of the day. All right. So, what's up with the latest fashion for the summer? Like, what have you been seeing people wear? Well, we definitely have to talk about jorts because my father, okay, he decided to bring out some jorts from 2005, apparently. And I had to talk to him about this. This is a real, like, deal, people, okay? Jorts are a crisis, Okay, and we need to talk about this like this needs to be talked about. Everybody's talking about the latest fashion trends and stuff, but we need to talk about 2005 and people who have wardrobe from 2005. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of people stay stuck and it's not always the older folks. It's sometimes the young folks. I still see baggy T-shirts and I'm just trying to figure out why people wearing baggy T-shirts. Right. So. Jorts. <laughs> so what's the definition of jorts jean shorts okay <laughs> and it's bad when they come below the knee and it's bad when they come above the knee it's bad either way okay it does not look good on men it doesn't okay <laughs> well a lot of the rappers and um celebrities are wearing like little shorts now and did you see gucci man he had on like little shorts when a short set when they're tight fit okay but when they're like baggy and sagging in 2005 trending that's not okay so your dad was sagging yeah (laughs) (laughs) like you can't do that so the fashion tips that i gave him is put some compression pants on under a pair of basketball shorts you know even some compression shorts under basketball shorts they even have shorts that are sweatpants, but don't wear jorts. <laughs> no jorts. Throw the jorts away. What color are these jorts? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't wear those anymore. I don't really know, though, if I would want to see, like, a guy that I was talking to in little shorts either. Like, really, did you see Gucci Mane's, like, outfit? Mm-mm. It was like everybody was clowning him. They were saying that it was, like, fashion over for men. His shorts were really, really short. It was, like, flower print. Like, you could almost, like, see 
stuff hanging out when he sat down and crossed his leg. So, like, would you talk to a guy that wore shorts like that? Like, little shorts? No, I did not know that you were talking about, like, mini shorts on a on a grown man. No, I'm going to show you Gucci Mane shorts, like, because you need to see this and see, understand what I'm talking about. I just don't feel like I would talk to somebody that who I saw wearing that. Not to knock anybody's fashion choices, but that just wouldn't be for me. Like, I don't see myself walking around with a guy whose shorts are smaller than mine. So that's out of here. Okay, so let's get down to this. Power. Oh, my goodness. I just watched Power. So we're going to be doing a little review here. Season 5, episode 4. This is a big one. So, all right, let's talk about that part with Ghost not grieving Reyna. He made me so upset throughout this season so far. I finally got to see him grieve Reyna. Okay, so clearly spoiler alert. Yes, spoiler, spoiler. So what do you think about that part where Ghost went up to give his speech? Oh, I'm sorry. St. Patrick because he was in a suit this time. So when St. Patrick went up to give his speech, what did you think about that when he saw Reyna? I guess that it finally hit him, you know, that he wasn't going to have his daughter anymore. I mean, it's been a really crazy, like, whole entire season. I don't understand folks who haven't started watching it should really catch up on it. But yeah, it's getting real deep. I think that he was so focused on his business and trying to regain power that I think he forgot to grieve Reyna. Because let's say one thing, okay? Last season, he was gonna give it all up. He was gonna give up the power and everything. And now that his daughter is dead, he's trying to regain power. It just doesn't make sense to me. I think he just has a lot of aggression because his daughter died. I think that he understands, but I think there's also a disconnect, and I think it, that the show really highlighted that, between how women carry their emotion versus how men carry their emotion. And I think that a lot of times there's sort of a lag between the two. So even when we started talking about relationships, which I'm sure we'll get to in a second, when we started talking about relationships, a lot of times like after a breakup, it's super, super real for the woman but then it's like a week later or a few days later is when it finally hits the guy and then he starts crying and calling back and begging to get back but it's almost immediate for the woman so I think that that kind of we can relate that back to this power episode where we saw Tasha has been grieving the entire time at the loss of her daughter and I don't think we can say that Ghost hasn't been grieving but I think that it's just different because it's like a woman's perspective versus a man. Well a lot of people would say that's sexist because I would say that it's all in the personality. Yeah I mean it, it plays a lot in personality too but and I don't think that it's sexist I think that we're we just have different genetic makeups women have a different genetic and emotional makeup than men have and that's not to say that men don't have emotions it's just shown differently i think it's real i've met some very emotional men in my life yeah men who are in touch with their emotions because some men are not in touch with their emotions at all we can blame a lot of society social media that says that men shouldn't show emotion they should be strong enough not to so are you stating that it's not in genetic makeup but it's actually in societal norms I, well what i'm saying is when i say that it's not genetic 
I'm saying that, yes, everyone has emotions. Like, male, female, doesn't matter. Woman, boy, girl, child, all everyone has emotions. But what I'm saying is men show emotion differently because of society and the societal standards. Genetically, biology plays a part in it, too, because I think that the way that we're made up, women tend to show emotion first. So let's say this. You've ever been in a relationship and you've broken up with someone or someone has broken up with you. You've been through a breakup. doesn't matter who's broken up with who. As a female do you ever recall having that emotion and showing that emotion almost immediately like you cry you want to eat a bunch of ice cream when you watch dramas or those romantic comedies you cry about that because it's relatable and the man usually is more I would say in the first like 24 to 48 hours more kind of standoffish and then like after a couple days go by he's begging to come back he's the one crying and you're kind of over it I don't know if you've ever experienced that but I know that I have like plenty of times kind of just over it you know by the time that they come back around it's like all right well you're lost I don't usually do that I don't really believe it for like the first couple days but then when I believe it then that's when I just keep myself busy let's say after a week after the breakup what happens are you still upset about it are you still distraught are you still crying about it I mean that's not I'm upset for probably like the third day and then the man though on the man's part I've never really been in a situation I mean well okay let me not say that I've never been in a situation where a man was like upset initially when it first happened but typically what happens is the female is upset the first few days I don't know if you've ever watched two can play that game mm-hmm. with Vivica Fox and Morris Chestnut mm-hmm yeah, so like same kind of thing where Vivica, you know, they broke up. Vivica was a wreck for like the first few days. And then she kind of like went on about her business. Morris was like chilling for the first few days. And then he was a wreck later on. So it was kind of like a reversal. I get what you're saying because on the third day I'm sad. Maybe the fourth day I'm sad. And then by the end of the week I'm okay. Then I just live with it. Then the guy comes back, you know, maybe a week later. And then they're sad, but I'm over it. So yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Going back to power, that was my analysis with that was that, well, you know, we see Tasha and she's like grieving. And I'm not saying that Ghost shouldn't have been just as upset. And maybe he was, but I think that there is a difference in the display of emotion. So finally, in this episode, we saw him kind of break down and show that emotion. But of course, he's a father. Yeah, I think I'm team Tasha on this one because at the end of the episode, she said, I've got my kids and I've got myself. And she said, and you've got who you've always had. You, which kind of was an indicator that they're playing this who's grieving the most and because you're not showing it you don't feel anything and I think that really hit ghost because at the end of the episode he was alone and who did he go back to he went back to Angela so okay major spoiler alert but yeah like he went back to Angela but I think it's because that's kind of the person who's always been there for him in his chaos what yeah like they're they always end up together at the most chaotic times okay, in both no, of their lives they're, they're no okay tasha was always there for ghost okay yeah she's always been there she's always held him down there's but what a I'm backstory saying, okay but what i'm saying is that he ghost and angela always end up together at the most chaotic times in both of their lives so angela's also going through something with her job Or did you not see that part? Yes, I did. But who really cares about Angela? I mean, I know a lot of people don't (laughs) like Angela. I can't say that she is my favorite character. 
But I think in this season, they're going to be able to do a lot with Angela's character and developing it because we're finally starting to see this is the first time that they put major focus on her in her career, which is the thing that means the most to her. Yes, it's Aside obvious. from Ghost. No. No, Ghost means nothing to her, okay? All her the- career is first, okay? She sent Ghost to jail, Okay. I understand. To better her career. I understand And that. the only reason why she's helping them right now, the gun. Because okay. she would get in trouble with her career. All right. Somehow. So, oh, but I think that she regretted her move of sending Ghost to jail almost immediately. And yes, she no. is quite annoying in this season, in this series. I don't like her. But I do not like her. After these few episodes. Because we start to really see who she is. And she does care about Ghost. Because... That's part of the reason, although she really cares about her career, that is part of the reason that she continues to help him through this. She didn't help him. She is. She's helping lot. him because of her career. And because she loves him. No, because she thought that because she told Tasha the location of Tyreek or whatever. that oh, don't she, get on Tyreek. Yes, okay. Tyreek. His name Tariq. is Tariq. <laughs> She thought that she had collaborated with the death of the cop. That's the only reason why she's helping them, to clear her name. Wait, what are you talking about? to keep herself safe. What are you talking about? Oh, you haven't been watching? Yeah, I have been watching, but what are you talking about? She. The only reason is because she collaborated with a cop. No, she collaborated with the cop's death. Is the only reason she's trying to save face. Who's that? The cop. That oh, 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 Tariq oh, oh. shot. Well, what do you mean? How? Why? First of all, I don't know why she told him that there was a bullet in the wall, but whatever. Yes, because she collaborated because it was Tasha's gun. And Tasha went to Angela and asked her the location of Tyreek's phone. Angela, in turn, once she got to the crime scene and saw, wow, this cop is shot at the location that I gave to Tasha. She thought, wow, I gave Tasha the location of the cop. And now she thinks that she collaborated unknowingly with Tasha to shoot this cop. But she didn't. But she still has to save face because that's how it comes off as. I didn't really, I didn't think about that. Yes, and she said it in episode one this season. Well, like I said, I don't really like Angela, but I don't really, I do dislike Angela, but. It, so now you know why she's know. helping them well, to I save her Well, I think it's part career. of her, but I also think that she really still loves Ghost. Janie, who she knows is Ghost, but I think she really just still loves him. Mm-mm. And now here we are at the end of this episode with them getting ready to maybe rekindle what it is that they had before. No, she's very selfish. First, she took Ghost from Tasha. And now the only reason why she's helping them is to save her career. So, no, just very selfish. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see going forward. Like Tasha said, the only reason why you're helping me is for yourself. Yeah, I think that too. Mm-hmm. And we'll see going forward. This other baby that they have, though, I'm still trying to figure out where she is or what they're doing with her. What baby? The third child. Oh, yeah, we never get to see her. Never see her. She just pops up out of the blue sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the toys um, at the end of the episode that Ghost was, like, moving around, but that's really it. I want to see the kid, and why they never showed the kid, I don't know. But we'll see what happens with this one. Getting back to um, relationships, like, what is your opinion on the state of relationships in 2018? Social media. 
What do you mean? What about social media? Relationships start on social media, Instagram models, catfishing, everything. So you're saying that relationships come down to social media? Mm-hmm. Dating sites, everything. So what I found out was that this first freshman class of young adults going into college have never lived without social media. Like, ever. The incoming freshman class this year. I remember a time before social media when guys had to actually approach you and say hi my name is blah 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 what's yours now how do relationships start on social media dms <laughs> so you just see a picture and you dm mm-hmm. and say what like how does that happen i don't know i don't know either that's the new relationships so relationships start on social media relationships end because of social media and they end on social media like publicly twitter fights (laughs) (laughs) publicly oh that's terrible so what do you think about like keeping your relationship private should your relationship be private or is it okay for it to be kind of open for everyone to see i think it should be private in the beginning stages like how i deleted my social medias for about a year or two. Then I got back on social media. Why did you get back on? It's fun. <laughs> it's a lot of funny videos is all that I pretty much like. I keep my Facebook to keep in contact with old friends and I keep my Instagram for funny videos. You're not on Twitter or Snapchat? I stopped Twitter in like 11th grade and I was on Snapchat for a couple weeks but I didn't see the fun in Snapchatting my life. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Plus, Instagram has that feature now and uh, Facebook where you can do like stories or whatever. So, Snapchat is a lot. It's a lot to maintain all those social yeah. media accounts. Like, yeah. I always feel like I'm neglecting part of my audience. I've ignored my Facebook for months now. Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's a lot. And, but I see that Instagram is like always going. Like, people are always posting on there. I think because you can kind of do everything on there. So, like, pictures, captions, and stories. So, everybody just kind of leans towards Instagram. A lot of relationships have moved toward um, social media. And I agree that they're starting on social media. And they're ending on social media. Yeah, everybody's showing off on social media and showing this perfect picture of this perfect couple hashtag relationship goals and... (sighs) Bay and all this other stuff. Everybody called Bay. I can't, like, I'm like, okay, I thought Bay was this girl's man and this. Like, who is Bay? I can't stand Bay. I really can't. Bay. Everybody, did you see the one where it was like bacon and eggs? Yeah. Or like business and entrepreneurship? Mm-hmm. I prefer those ones. But yeah. I, I have never called my man Bay. Why? I just can't get the hang of it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Yeah, it's a shame that we live in this world where it's like instant gratification. Like everybody wants everything almost as quickly as they can open up their Instagram or their Snapchat. And then things come and they go almost as quickly as we open up our Instagram or open up our Snapchat. Like every other day there is some part of somebody's life that they're posting that's intriguing. Then you have the accounts like Shade Room and Hollywood Unlocked and all those. Exposing. Yeah, and it keeps you like going. And I have gone, literally, I had to discipline myself maybe about three years, two or three years ago or so, because I was wasting so much time on Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook. Like, it literally was taking up chunks of my life. That's me with Instagram right now. 
Yeah, like, so how do you manage, like, doing other stuff? Like, I, I would be so distracted, whether I was at, like, work or school or, like, whatever. Like, I was always distracted. Meetings, I'm on, like, Instagram. It's just too much information. All the time. Like, I was following the beef between 50 Cent and Floyd Mayweather for Which hours. Which hilarious. I was like, <laughs> oh, 30 minutes later, let me check. Let me check his Instagram. <laughs> Which is hilarious. I've been cracking up over that, too. Stuff like that, it draws you in. It catches you so quickly. So that's, like, hard, man. How hard is it, do you think, to maintain a relationship nowadays with social media? Like, I've been in relationships before where I had to delete my social media accounts. And my partner had to delete his social media accounts because it was just in the way. Like, it was too much. He would have, like, chicks commenting on pictures and on his wall like just inappropriate stuff like where do you draw the line on that stuff i can't relate because when i entered my relationship with my current man he did not have any social media at all so that was wonderful and he just got snapchat about a year ago and i mean it's fine but i deleted my instagram and my facebook i made it inactive all my social media for about a year or two i just needed a timeout for myself you know what i mean so i did that and the reason why i joined instagram now is for the funny videos not for attention i don't post a picture every week i might post a picture every three months because i'm just there for media takeout for <laughs> trending news you know these celebrity fights in the comments all that stuff and I'm not gonna lie I enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> but I think that is why these things exist because everybody enjoys it I mean they have like millions of followers but I think that it can like I said it gets distracting and I think that a lot of people look at these social media sites and they see the lives that you described earlier people with fancy cars and nice houses and nice hair and or people just taking pictures in front of fancy cars and nice houses and people mm -hmm. are looking at those people that's a lot of that yeah and people are looking at people's lives thinking that they want it in all actuality it may not be everything that it appears to be mm -hmm. and people use social media for other things too than showing off and attention and all that they use it to promote their clothing business to promote their music to promote anything even though they might have three followers they still use it to promote themselves. and <laughs> there might be a time when they will get a million followers. Everybody wants a million followers. Like Instagram got that future, a circle around their profile picture to promote business. So I got that future so people future. can like feature, future. Okay. <laughs> so they got that to promote whatever they want in life. And people see that around their profile picture. They just click it. I'm not a big fan of this instant gratification era that we just live in. Everything is right now everybody has to have something right right now and like you mentioned earlier these instagram models that are everywhere people have gotten in some trouble in their relationships because of instagram models it's mm -hmm. a lot people should be stronger than that to not fall for or entertain instagram models or chicks commenting and liking and saying crazy stuff even in the DMs, you should be strong enough to resist those things, especially if you've chosen to be in a committed relationship. 
I do think that there is an issue and an overtaking of social media with Instagram models or mm-hmm. aspiring Instagram models. Oh, so many of those. It's so many. And I think that there's a real issue when we start talking <laughs> about people, especially females, who feel like in order to get attention, especially on Instagram, they have to pose barely clothes. They usually don't have a lot of clothes on. And unfortunately, those are the accounts with the most likes, the most attention, and people just keep giving it to them, so they just keep doing it. And now we see a lot of different people. I know that there was a celebrity or an Instagram model not too long ago, and I won't say any names, who said that somebody asked her, like, what do you do for a living? And she was like, I Instagram. And it was just like. <laughs> yeah, because people be paying them to put ads if they got a lot of a lot of followers and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So people are Instagramming for a living, I guess, now. How much do these ads pay? Like flat tummy tea? I have no idea, but they get paid. Mm-hmm. To advertise these things. There's a lot of, like you said, catfishing. Not real profiles oh speaking of not real profiles there was this profile that i heard about there's a robot behind the profile so it's not even a real person's profile but they were using this robot to model their clothes and advertise clothes and stuff like that i don't remember the name of the Mm. company um but it was really interesting so now we have people but we also have these profiles that are not even run by people. They're run by robots. Mm, is that why these weave companies keep following me? Because <laughs> they run by robots? Maybe. You so I'd be like, what in the world? Are you looking at weave a lot on your phone? I do not look at weave. Have you ever noticed that the ads pop up? Like, even if you just talk about something and you go into your Instagram, the ads that pop up are what you were talking about maybe you gotta start paying attention to that because i notice it all the time like if i'm talking about going on a certain trip or i'm talking about what kind of food i want to eat when i go on and open up my social media account sometimes like my instagram especially some of the ads on there will talk about what i was talking about like mm, you know i want a peanut butter and jelly today when i open up my <laughs> when i open up my instagram later there will probably be some advertisement for jam mm. for welch's grape jelly or something well let, let me talk into my phone jelly jelly <laughs> jelly and let me tell you what happened an hour later i'll tell you later you don't even have to talk into the phone though that's the thing like you can just be holding a random conversation this this happens all the time when i'm holding random conversations with people i open up my instagram later and it's exactly what it was that i was talking about it's creepy so they must be listening to us like all the time and looking through our camera i know that's so weird mm-hmm. i guess there's nothing you can really do about it no because i like my phone yeah, me and too. i like instagram <laughs> me too well speaking of weave natural hair yeah i've been natural for four three and a half years now i don't even remember my no, date is so bad i just like up and decided one day to just be natural it was in February, I do know that, 2013. So I'm a little over five years. Woo-hoo. I was natural because you was natural, but then I was natural because I hadn't had a perm in so long, and then I was like, well, oh, I got all this new growth, I may as well go natural. <laughs> so Did you do the big chop? No. Yeah. I transitioned very slowly, and I never even thought about a big chop. Very busy. 
and transitioning. And I was just going with the flow. That's crazy how that happened all of a sudden. Like, everybody wanted to go natural. Remember when it, like, first really, really mm-hmm. took off? Yeah, I haven't turned back either. I didn't big chop. I just let it grow out. But I kind of want a big chop now. I don't know why. Not that my hair isn't healthy. It's quite healthy. I just kind of, I guess, want to just chop it off and change it up. Yeah, I changed up my natural hair. I got a weave for the first time ever. So That you did yourself? Mm-hmm. That I did which myself. Which is awesome. It looks really good. You Thank like you. it? Mm-hmm. So are there any, like, tips, natural, or they maybe want to try installing their first weave? Moisturize. A lot. Mm-hmm. With what? What do you use? Oil. What kind of oil? Cantu, cream of nature, that's it. So my favorite, favorite go-to product ever in life is olive oil. It's my favorite thing, literally. And everybody's hair is just different. So you got to find a product that works right for you. Like, I can't do Cantu because I don't like the buildup that it leaves in my hair. Oh, and I found this new product, Camilla Rose. They have the oil, which is a sealant. So first of all, moisture, moisture, moisture. A lot of people think that, oh, water can't moisturize your hair, but yeah, it does. So you put the water in, you seal it, usually with oil. They have a hydrating honey. It's so good. It makes your hair smell like honey, real honey, but it is like the bomb when it comes to moisturization. I'm about to moisturize with that in the next couple of days because I want to put some twists in my hair. So before I put the twist in, I need to make sure my hair is moisturized. What's the price? I think it's probably average. It's definitely under a, 10. Mm, some of the things are like might be like priced at $10. It's definitely a little bit more expensive than Cantu, but I like it a lot more. It's made, it's all natural product i just really like it i like the shampoo they have a leave-in detangler they have a leave-in curl activator makes your curls pop so i really like that they have a whole line of products like i said it's a little bit more expensive than Cantu, but i think it's worth it it doesn't leave a lot of buildup and it's not like really greasy i've That's been looking for a new product you gotta check it out super nice i usually get mine from target so coconut oil is really good coconut oil is actually good for your whole entire like body like your skin your lips i use it as a moisturizer sometimes i put it in a small container and use it i put coconut oil on my hair to seal in the moisture when i wash it and then olive oil too i feel like not enough people grease their scalp you can use olive oil you can use coconut oil for that and you don't just put it on you have to actually massage it in and people don't massage it into their scalp. That makes a difference on your entire strand of hair. The more moisturized not just your hair is, but your scalp is, the healthier hair you'll have. So that's my little tip, my skincare, hair care tip. Career tip of the day, brought to you by Jump First, is staying professional. Sometimes it's easy to get out of character at work. My advice for that, don't bring your emotions to work. Understand that your job in your workplace is your job in your workplace. And I understand that sometimes people test you every day. Take your emotions out of your work. Don't bring your emotions to your workplace. You'll be more apt and more successful at staying calm and just getting your work done. I understand that a lot of things make us upset, angry, mad, frustrated. I've seen people walk out of workplaces crying. 
I've seen people lose their job because they couldn't keep their cool. And it's just not worth it at the end of the day. You know, you're there to do a job because you have a particular skill set. So make sure that you're doing that. Utilize your skill set to the best of your ability and do good work and save your emotions for later on. Call your homegirl up or your homeboy up and talk to them about what it was that happened that day. Talk to your mom or your sister or your brother and get it out that way. Whatever it is that you may have wanted to say to Pete, John, or Susie, say that to your best friend or say that to your sister, brother, mother, whoever it is that you talk to and confide in because it's just not worth it at the end of the day to lose your job, you lose your coins, and also to burn a bridge. You never know when you might need that person who you were going to blow up at later on in life. So just save it. Right. I thought you was about to say, call your homegirl, call your homeboy, and bring them down. <laughs> Don't definitely don't do that. <laughs> but no, yes, talk to them. That's it. Talk. Though. Yes, just save it. It's not even worth it. A lot of times we get caught up, and this is like with everything in life. We get caught up in the right here, right now. This is how I feel, and I need to let everybody know that. And you really don't save it. Amen. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap up here, and we will see you on the next episode.